It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, then afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. Hour. You're here. You did it. You're here. It's snowing outside. It's one degree. You're very tired. You're very tired. You're very broken. You miss certain people. You're like, how does life work? How do I get through the day? I've been consuming my own content. What are those? What are those pesky boys up to? What have they been consuming? And why haven't I heard one of their reviews for for a week or so? Well, that's because it's been a week since our last episode, ladies and gentlemen. But you've you've come along at the right time. This is the right place. This is. Cultural Content Consumption Hour with your hosts, Jeffrey Barlow and Christopher Anousas. Christopher, how are you today? I have a lot of wax in my hair. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's It's almost not fitting in the frame, I know. <laughs> it's like if I stand, <laughs> if I sit too upright, it disappears out of the screen. I actually um, wanted to respond to one of your B-reels the other day with, with one name, but I didn't want to offend because I felt like it, without my tone of voice, you'd take it the wrong way. But I mean it as a compliment. Are you ready? No. Very Jimmy Neutron. Yes, that's fine. I'll take that. <laughs> take it. <laughs> As a young child stuff. discovering my hair, I once yeah, exactly. I, aspire, <laughs> I aspired to be Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's very up. It's very like, ah, are you ready for the day? It's yeah, brilliant. this is a, oh no, it's 6.45. I need to get on that Google Meet very soon, but I should probably do my hair first. Don't know why. What? We're not a video podcast. Although some people have been asking for it, Jeff. Some, some people, people. Me, from the beginning. <laughs> But um, we're going to have a quick listen. There's mm-hmm. lots going on. We're getting through a lot. But today, I feel like if there's any even tiny note of panic and what segments do we have? What are we reviewing? What am I suggesting next week? Let's not panic, guys, because what did we do last week? We were super kind, gentle, loving and lovely to each other by recommending pretty short and snappy comedy things to have a look at and enjoy and review. So mine, mine was an hour. Get to those mine, I'm, sure, I'm sure mine was an hour. It wasn't that short No, it was 40 minutes tops. I don't know. The, was the, it an hour? Okay. Well, the, the version that I purchased. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there are different versions. Yeah, yeah, I think I, to to catch up, I rewatched one. Yeah. It was 40 minutes, but I'm glad if you watched the hour, to be fair. Um, okay, but speaking of, um, in the week that was in mm. culture, any any news and notes, any big takeaways, anything you want to shout out this week? Well, I discovered a new show. <laughs> well, to be, to be fair, I've been aware of this show. There are various podcasts that I listen to that are obsessed with this show. There's a friend that I know that once recommended this show. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be ready for it. But I'm really I watched one episode and I was hooked. Why aren't I? Mm, okay, no, and I'm not going to get it. It's a reality show. Oh, it's a behind the scenes documentary show about Ooh. Formula One. Wow. Okay. F1 Shout out to the drive Rocket to, Pod. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, F1 Drive to Survive. I've watched wow. like two or three episodes now. 
It's brilliant. It makes F1 interesting, which wow. it wasn't before I watched this show. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, because I, I almost look at that show as like, if I ever decide I need a new sport, that show would do the trick. I haven't, and now you have. Yeah, but I'll never so. watch Formula One properly. I prefer well, it when sure, they cut sure. it together and give me the stories behind the oh, teams and the drivers okay. and the managers of the teams. And apparently the Williams lady who owns Williams is really bad at her job of running a Formula oh, One company. And I'm in. Okay. I'm in. I'm like, give me that. Give me the. Give they me- do that so often, though, don't they? I feel like I just saw news on Twitter that they're renewing season two of, like, Breakpoint, which is like a tennis version. Ooh. It's just... All the shows about the sports will get you into the sports, won't they? So yeah. after all of that, a few episodes now, and you're still like a bit on the fence about watching a proper Grand Prix or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I say that in jest, but I just right. think that... I think I've sent you a, a podcast before about a triathlon guy that I like. Oh, yes. And he just Shout said... Shout out. What are we saying? It was, it's called Triathlon Mockery. It's Joe Skipper oh, and oh. his mate Tom Oosterdeck. I'm good at not saying names properly. Great podcast. It's a great podcast, but he was just saying how that they don't let the triathletes have like those proper sort of, I don't know, interviews that you'd have, say, boxers or MMA fighters doing or whatever mm. to pump up, to give you a storyline, to give you something to get interested in it rather than just it's these feet, fit people running a lot mm. and stuff like mm. that. And actually there is competition in the sport. And sometimes if you add that context to the sport mm. and the storylines, mm. people mm. get behind it and get more into it. I mean, like when you've had... Arsene Wenger and Alex Ferguson and stuff like that. There's there's just more stuff going on that you suddenly there's a bit more yeah. bite to it and there's a bit more interest in it. And I think actually, very, yeah, maybe if I I don't know read the equivalent dirt sheets around Formula One or something, <laughs> then maybe I'd understand it rather than just putting it on going. These cars are going around in a circle really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny that right feeding it to me in a digestible format makes it interesting. Yeah, so. it's very. Um, I think uh, it's very dry to not have any for lack of a better term, pro-wrestling element at all. You need some personality. I need some feuds. I need some juiciness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very, I guess, uh, being into combat sports and a bit of pro-wrestling, I'm very used to that. If I don't have any, just a bit. To, use the, to use the English term, any needle, if there's no needle, then what are we talking about? Or just people to root for, a bit of backstory. Yeah. It's funny, though, to me that, like, um, from what I see, like, the product itself is the sport, right? Here's mm-hmm. the game, here's the match, here's the whatever. But, like... For a fan like me, who's out here very willing to be won over, I need, if this is the right term, shoulder programming to actually win me over. Yeah. I will I will very rarely watch the sport. It just seems so dry to me, sport in general. Right? It's like, <laughs> oh, he's trying to kick the ball. Good for him. But like, oh, wait, he's trying to kick the ball because he was let down as a child and he's like trying to make it up to his <laughs> uncle who raised him. I'm like, oh, shit, kick the ball, mate. It's funny how that works, right? So, um, yeah, with a bit of shoulder programming, the right sort of behind-the-scenes look at stuff, I can really get one over, too. So that's a very interesting shout-out you've given me this week where I'm like, oh, shoot, maybe... I just don't know. You know what the the nice thing that's going to just keep me off that a little bit longer? I just don't have the time to get into F1 yeah. right now, right? <laughs> oh, so and I what? don't plan on getting into F1, but <laughs> was, I, I, don't, he, I right? don't mind going back five years and watching <laughs> season oh, one of Drive cool. to Survive. That's, that's fantastic. We'll... we'll, we'll... Keep uh, keep the audience posted, please, with how we're feeling about F1 and Drive to Survive. Yeah. Um, this week, I've got a shout out um, the National Theatre because I went along this week to see uh, Romeo and Julie, a really really fun play. Um, and the National Theatre is probably my my one of my favourite theatres mm. in London. Every time I go, I have a wonderful time. I'm gonna sneeze now. <laughs> Jesus, that's a first for the pod. Um, <laughs> And that was fantastic. And uh, the sneeze on the, the National Theatre. 
the sneeze was really up there, top tier. It was a double. <laughs> it wasn't like you. You can do like a quadruple sometimes. Give me Christmas. And uh, I had a good time. Was, oh, the acting was just so good. It was. Um, I was a bit like so Romeo and Julie. Like it's a Romeo and Juliet remake. Got it. And like you know how sometimes you get like the little um, concise summary of what the play is going to be, and you're like shrug. That sounds fine. But the way that they executed with just these two young uh, scouser kids who like live on an estate or whatever, and then mm. one of them gets pregnant they were just so blooming charming and i think that's such a big part of uh bonding with with actors um it's just how charming they are right um so i had a really good time with that and i've got a shout out because i saw it yesterday and gosh i'm still sort of reeling from it and trying to like walk it off almost the whale i saw the whale oh, i, I really wanted out. to watch that and i haven't got around to it <laughs> <laughs> i was very close to watching knock at the cabin too but i was like no me and christopher there's still a there's still a hope in hell that we're gonna see that together so i watched it and i don't want to i want you to watch it too right so darren aronofsky shouted out and reviewed with the wrestler a few weeks ago so i won't i won't be giving spoilers but just very intense and i'm still like it's just a day later and i'm still like that was very intense brendan fraser's winning the yeah. the oscar it's no no ifs ends or buts about that very unique film, very Darren Aronofsky. I mean, he should have about... won it for his performance in Scrubs, to be honest. <laughs> like, I was going to say, <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go with that. Were you a big mummy guy, a big George of the Jungle guy? I was a big guy? mummy guy. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah George of the Jungle? Um, I feel like all my friends were watching it, and I yeah. watched it at like a birthday party, and I didn't know what all the fuss was about, because they all knew it and would like, sort of... <laughs> so specific. <laughs> Christopher the Child at a birthday party. <laughs> Looking at the television with George of the Jungle, I don't really get that. Because they all knew the bits that were coming and I didn't know the bits. George of the Jungle, Chris is like, no, not for me, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Okay, well, these are some good shout-outs. Now, we have one almost duty for our odds and ends this week because another uh, friend of the show um, was, uh, I think on the last podcast, I basically made a comment about, you know, being pretty out of the loop with all the... Was it specifically the Spider-Man stuff and not really knowing? You, you just made a comment about... Did I know? Yeah, Me, you just made a comment about that you thought Tobey Maguire was still Spider-Man and you didn't understand oh, yeah. how there had been other Spider-Men oh, yeah. <laughs> since. When everything calms down, I can I can hear back certain rants where I go off of what I'm like, yeah, listen, <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, and then a friend of ours uh said i oh i could i could talk you through this very easily and then i said if you provide me some bullet points that would easily feature on our odds and ends segments so i guess if you don't mind doing a quick rundown and i'll provide <sighs> some some commentary reaction to okay. his bullet point explanation of some of the context around spider-man okay so I didn't actually one. think we were going to go through with this, but I'll try. <laughs> I'll try and read. It. I feel like our reviews are going to be nice and quick. We got we got nice digestible content. Oh, Nothing mm, controversial. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but listen, we got we got. I I, I kind of guaranteed this man that we would do this, so let's give it a try. Okay, so okay, see okay. How okay. So uh, so Sony needed to keep making Spider-Man films to maintain their license. It's not currently owned by Marvel, much like right. the Hulk license is owned by Universal. I'm I'm with you so far. Cool. Creatively, Sony missed the mark with some of their solo-produced films. So, for example, Spider-Man 3, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, Venom and Morbius. Nobody wants to see a 30... Pause, pause, pause. I like Spider-Man 3. I just want to shout out Spider-Man 3. Do go on. (sighs) So, nobody wants to see a 35 or 40-year-old Spider-Man doing adult things. Yet, Mm. see Spider-Man No Way Home. 
I think, yeah, okay. I think I'm still with yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> there it. are reasons that Spider-Man was recast once again. The MCU yep. is moving on from its initial big six guys. Tom Holland, Spidey, will be mm. a centerpiece of the Young Avengers with other movie stars of the future. Hayley Steinfeld, Catherine Newton, Zendaya. This will effectively be a reboot of Zendaya. the MCU. Sorry? Zendaya? Sure. I don't know. I, was, I, was just, I just thought, let's throw both pronunciations. We're not doing up. the bullet points justice, Jeff. <laughs> you are. You're doing great. You go. So this will effectively be a reboot of the MCU that younger yes. audiences can jump onto. Explore new yes. time periods while keeping the old continuity and thus longevity. See right. Star Wars, Star Trek, Rocky, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. Wow, there's a lot of things to see. Yeah. Mars Morales Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen have been introduced to younger audiences. See the Spider-Man PlayStation games and mm. spider Wait, see Spider-Man, PlayStation games, Spider-Man, PlayStation games. I think you've read that twice. Okay, right. Um, maybe there are two. Mm. So they could pivot into these characters once Tom Holland becomes busy doing other roles rather than casting a new Peter Parker. Ah, interesting. So, yeah. So if you've seen, like, Into the Spider-Verse and stuff like that, there are already mm. other Spider-Men floating you, about. Um, you still have main... Spider-Man, but with Peter oh, right. Parker as the, men- the yeah. mentor character. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, my main takeaway from that is, can you um, recommend Into the Spider-Verse? Can you pitch that for me for next week? Because I've been meaning to watch that. I'll add it to no? my list. Yeah, <laughs> add it to the list. We've got a funny thing just to let our audience. I think you'd really like it as well. Yeah, so do I. I'm not even joking. I'm not doing a thing right now, to be clear. And I feel uh, like you're pitching you. yourself. Well, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there that that's something you should know as a friend that I would like to watch, and then just as also. As oh, a we're friends now. Host, <laughs> <So> definitely. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, and to the person who wrote all the bullet notes, thank you for that context because there's just too many things to research and bone up on and sometimes it's really nice if one of your friends who knows better is like, let me talk you through this a bit with handy bullet points. So I appreciate all of that good my, my, my only hot take back mm. is that I agree with what MCU are trying to do and okay. that obviously they couldn't morally. just... Morally? Well, <laughs> not morally. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they couldn't just carry on with Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans and that lot for like 20 years. So they needed to okay. almost get new movies out, bring a younger yeah. cast in to keep it going. Yeah. However, I don't think that they're doing it that well because I think everyone oh. is a bit fatigued and I don't, it's, yeah. I don't know. It seems like a lot, lot of work for everyone to ride this wave. And it's, mm. I think it's taking longer think, than they thought maybe. I don't I don't know. think that's the hottest take ever. And plus, I think that's really real. And I've seen mention of it before and it's bound to happen at some point, right? This whole fatigue factor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, when's the point when you're doing Iron Man and building up to do this thing and it starts getting successful? When are you? When is the point where everyone looks around and like is like, guys, this is just a thing forever now? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like after, like if a few had done like moderately well, they would have been like, okay, that was a good run of comic book movies and mm. see you later, lads. Like when did when see like, you later, lads? <laughs> this is what uh, our our helper friend needs to send new bullet points on. When was the crossover point when the MCU even became a thing? Thing mm. like when did it be- like? Because as we we're going to have... have to add another segment to the pod, which is just like MCU weekly. <laughs> Jeff learns about the MCU, <laughs> yeah. like reluctantly as well. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, just to allude to it, because I feel like some of you ventured gingerly, con- Jeff. <laughs> I did venture gingerly. Shout out to the sh- beautiful show notes Christopher provides us with. Um, I think we've alluded to it quite uh, sparingly, but sometimes we we lose track of what we've spoken about in person and on the pod but yeah just one more time to spell it out i've not been much of a marvel guy and to a point almost i'm trying to be funny and whatever but like it's half true at least i've been quite a hater so again um i did get a bit of uh backlash in my mentions he says um i get a bit of backlash in uh, about my threes across the board for guardians of the galaxy but listen guys if you know the context of where i've started 
from with this blooming MCU that I've just never been, I've never felt a part of. Threes Across the Board is actually fantastic. Now, can we all agree that it was not nearly enough for uh, New Dragon, Warm Mountain, I Believe in You? From, yeah, of course. Listen, that's a different thing. That's music that enlivened Christopher's soul. Like, I laughed at a Chris Pratt joke. It's not the same thing. But okay, anyway, let's move on now. We're not going to get onto now just to bring up old arguments. Um, just not letting it go should be <laughs> To be fair, I'd fully forgotten about it. And then you mentioned that in a text. You're like, oh, you only gave it threes across the board because of the big thief review. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, speaking of never uh, hurting each other's feelings with our reviews, how did you feel about... Uh, no, no, no. Can we do this the other way around? Oh, I, want, I, want, it, yeah. I want you to go first because I'm worried what I might say might upset you. So I want your... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I insist now because that's, that's Are your scores the... locked in? You can't change your scores. <laughs> yeah, let me check my scores, actually. Because oh, yeah, no, yeah, we all on, know let, you're let... the biggest cheat going at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not. Definitely not. Scores locked in. Um, they're actually not locked in, so I'm going to lock them in now. Um, my scores for mine... Oh, easy, yeah. And for you, I mean, I'm now worried that you didn't actually have them locked in, and now you're changing. Yeah, no, I'm them. just, I'm, I'm doing mine. Don't worry. Um, okay, done. Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of, you know, by the way, can you spoil comedy? Because I feel like I'm going to rehash jokes that might have been delivered well and that might come across funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If so, anything, so yeah, like um, spoil it even worse than a normal thing because, as you say, you'll ruin jokes. That's really, but that's that's yeah. really funny to me. So that's fine. Okay, so. This is the kind of the spoiler show, isn't it? So let's, yeah. you know, my, my you watched the first stand-up special from my favourite comedian ever. So this is oh, clearly God. not going to be an issue. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah. Norm MacDonald, me doing stand-up, 2011 stand-up That's show. Um, given the current circumstance <laughs> that the the wonderful comedian has recently passed, the opening... talking about his opening bit, yeah. His opening bit... <laughs> about about around death jokes i found yeah. extremely uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> they, they were they were yeah. i think any other circumstance they would have been hilarious and funny but talking yeah. about cancer heart attack and being scared of dying or not being scared of dying and all this sort yeah. of stuff i was like dude <laughs> oh that's so funny yeah because i think i i watched it back to sort of come back fresh and yeah i i, I had my thoughts and yeah one of them was it was only a glimmer it sort of passed because i know at the end of the day he was like just yeah. an absolute jokester who wanted, yeah. you know, laugh over, over anything. But it did sort of grab me the first time. Like, oh, gosh, he, he did sadly pass like a year or so ago. And this is a yeah. bit, yeah, it's a bit of a gut punch. Uh, so I see that throwing throwing you off a bit at the beginning, right? Yeah. Um, but just to sort of sum up his comedy, the jokes are around his heart attacking him. So like him taking the literal having a heart attack thing and doing bits around it, which was quite funny. Mm. Um, and how people either like have a what was the phrase he used to describe mm. that to describe like a grateful battle with cancer or something like a that waging a battle no one can just get old and get sick and die yeah no they have to wage a battle. a battle yeah so yeah it it's was quite funny and it's we're probably not doing him justice and if you haven't seen him you probably can't understand the way that he delivers the lines and you should see you should see so after that uncomfortableness I was then completely won over about his jokes around a woman named Janice who'd gone missing. Yes. <laughs> and essentially it was a bit around how you turn on the news and they say someone's gone missing and then they yeah. go and find friends of the person who's gone missing. And yeah. they always talk about how Janice, she's the type of lady that could walk into a room and just light it up. <laughs> light up the room. And everyone's yeah. like, 
talking to someone else and they're like hey fuck you i want to go talk to janice yeah that's how great janice was <laughs> and it's just such a good observation about how like they the if the person goes missing the way yeah. that they talk about them on the news they just end up idealizing yeah and really then you you thing. watching it initially not giving a shit about the person that's gone missing <laughs> you suddenly think well janice sounds great she's a wonderful person <laughs> and then suddenly you're like oh fuck i forgot she's gone missing <laughs> yep <laughs> that's funny so he sort of he sort of yeah. got you with those yeah and yeah, then there was another one. bit about how um you know murderers dig shallow graves and then he says oh you know i'm not the sort of person that would kill a woman but if i was going to and then proceeds to tell this really detailed story of how he would follow her habit start stalking her with a cheese sandwich and then and i was thinking you speak about the current circumstance right yeah i watching that bat was thinking gosh like even in just over 10 years this bit feels a bit like I was fine with that bit. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure you were, but just even like a little part of my brain finding this. Oh, this is a bit risque because the only person who could deliver that bit is someone like Norm Macdonald, who yeah. just comes across so like happy and bubbly he, and literal happy, about everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And like he'd never actually hurt a fly. So like you're taking yeah. all this with a, such a pinch of salt, right? But just <laughs> on the surface of it, describing how he'd kill a woman. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah, if you yeah, just yeah. did that bit straight from a different comedian in 2023 i'm not sure it would land but that that bit that bit was fun with you yeah yeah and then and then that he did another whole bit about how sex is a completely dirty shameful th- filthy thing <laughs> you draw the curtains what are we talking about <laughs> yeah um and then the thing that just made me feel a little bit uncomfortable was, oh, his, was his, his last bit and his jokes around gay pride which i just i thought missed the mark for me and oh, just okay. yeah and I, I can't really I just felt awkward watching it and I was like yeah, oh yeah. now you're just like an old weird uncle at a party trying to make a joke that's not landing unless that's what he was going for but uh. the audience reaction and the the point the sort of punchlines didn't mm. give it to that for me and oh, I, I just yeah. and then uh, that's where I just felt like can Lost 2011 be dated it just seemed like he sure. missed, the, missed the mark and missed the point and I, I ended it just feeling a little bit like oh that's what you're ending on you could oh, you could have okay. ended on the good Janice joke that I really liked, <laughs> oh, <that sounds laughs> or the just murdering women bit, which <laughs> seemed. Well, fine. this is interesting because I did. Um, yeah, that's hilarious, right? This is interesting because I the version I watched was forty minutes, but that you reminded me. Yeah, I must have watched a really heavily edited one, and the original is an hour. So, hmm. with my version, I think that cut that out. But listen, really, that's quite a, a, yeah, that's quite a connoisseur of norm content. Was it just the sort of stuff about like a dad being proud of his gay son kind of stuff? Yeah, he was sort of saying, like, yeah, he was trying to make a joke around sort of, like, it's called gay pride or whatever. Mm. And then, like, no, dad is going, like, talking to Telling his, his guys. Telling his the... guys, like, oh, they're saying, like, oh, that I don't know, their son's won an award at karate or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, I'm really proud of my guy. He likes sucking he... dicks. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh. I, I was just like uh norm (laughs) yeah it's it's uh it's interesting though uh because i i can i can see both sides but i remember finding that joke very very funny in the sense of he tells it quite well and Mm. it did feel i swear to god 10 years did feel different right and in a very non-hateful way i actually used to really like that joke but i can completely see where you're coming from finding that a bit uncomfortable now the interesting question to me is I'm pretty sure even in my heavily edited version, it would have been the same for you. Mm. Um, did it not end on the OJ stuff? Like, is the end end? Yeah, I think, he had, I think he just had a one-liner about OJ. Or someone well, said something about someone OJ. Someone talk about yeah. OJ, yeah. Because basically the, the point there being, all during his years 
on uh, SNL, he used to do lots of O.J. Simpson jokes. So just a guy in the audience heckling a bit of a question. So he got to speak about him a bit mm. and do this bit. Did you? Were you? Did you feel caught up on what happened to O.J. enough to even get that bit? Oh, I watched an entire show about it featuring David <laughs> Schwimmer. See, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 that bit hopefully was just like a a little yeah bounce up at the end but oh that's funny how he, he properly lost you with the with the gay jokes and yeah in this day and age man it's it's different isn't it um, so uh, in my head i've kind of split uh, my i was about to say enjoyment yeah. um but i've got <laughs> i sort of split it into sort of three chunks like the opening bit where i was like well this is all really too weird he's talking about death and he's dead and yeah. then the middle bit that i was like this is fun norm mcdonald stuff and then at the end yes. i was like wait what <laughs> so that yeah. all sort of checks out firstly yeah. that's a very apt and it just that's a that's a good great review now um in terms of just on the level of you've been finding this guy funny in very tiny clips i've sent over the yeah. years or that you've seen um weekend update. in terms and weekend update of course in terms of his first this is his after many many decades of being a stand-up guy this was his first ever stand-up special yeah so I feel like you would have only seen like chunks right up to now. So how did in just just a bit more objectively, not like as much about your taste, but if you just walked mm. into a club and saw him, how mm. did you find him as a stand up? Do you think he was, in, do you know, like, was he good at his job is what I'm asking? Yeah, I think he, yeah, he, he seems mm. confident and accomplished. Mm. <laughs> he's, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, I'm trying to, I'm, I feel like you're trying to get something out of me and I'm not quite no, sure. No, not at all. Not at all. It's just, uh, it's a funny one. In it's, I feel like we can discover comedy in a different way in this day and yeah. age, right? Where that's now you went from, I can enjoy you in 30 seconds. The amount of guys on, or girls I can see on mm. Twitter for 30 seconds and be like, that's fun. And then if you told me, okay, watch the hour long special, I'll be like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like a, the speed it's like speed dating with culture it's like what am i actually going to devote all my time to so as yeah. much as you had critiques about all these bits it didn't sound like uh like part of me i think is a bit worried that we can get used to a comedian in these bite-sized chunks and not be up for it like it sounds like I, and, and to be honest, it, it flew by as well it wasn't like right. i was sitting there going oh god when's this shit over yeah like, yeah, like yeah, avatar exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay um, so your review of my favorite comedian ever was I wasn't like I was thinking, when is this shit going to be over? So it's basically... <laughs> Perfect, done. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. I have some I have some guesses. Okay. I should have aimed lower. I put... Oh, and I was thinking, um, I just spent a good five to ten seconds, which is a lot in this day and age. We're all very bu- busy people mm. with busy lives. Mm. I spent about a good five to ten seconds thinking, if I was just going to start listening now, right? <gasps> we didn't do our 30-second game. We can finish with that today. Oh, shit, we, we did do our set thing. No, we can finish with that today. That'll be fun. Whose um, go is it? Yours. I think it's mine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I think we have to just very, very briefly, and the 30 second game could do this, but we've ended up using the 30 second game to just try and make each other laugh, I feel like. So maybe mm-hmm. it's not the most informative. But these scores, borrowed from Little White Lies, we do out of five the anticipation of the cultural event we are about to witness. The actual enjoyment comes next. Again, during. out of five. We call it during. During, we call it. <laughs> and then, what's the technical term for the last one, Christopher? retrospectively oh really i was gonna say afterwards after. <laughs> <laughs> the after bit um so and every, every uh bit of that relationship with the piece of art is given a little out of five one quick question before we just finally rip off the band-aid now with some scores mm-hmm. um how do you feel now i feel like we've had enough episodes now how do you feel about the difference between watching or listening to the content or whatever it is the night before or the morning of compared to like a week before like you have all the time in the world because i feel like now that i've done both i can say um 
I, I still have a, I have yet to find a sweet spot. If I do it right after we record and mm. we've pitched, I feel like I'll forget it. And yeah. if I've done it a bit before, I feel like it was too quick and I haven't processed it yet. I don't know what the sweet spot is, but I haven't found it yet. How about you? Yeah, I, I, I did. So I think I watched it. So we're recording on a Wednesday mm. and I watched it on Friday. I think mm. I watched it on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, that seemed that should be the sweet spot. Yeah, and I, I think it was. Although yesterday I did skip through it a bit again just to bring back some memories nice. of it. So I nice. kind of just skimmed through bits. And I was like, oh yeah, there was that bit. I like that bit. Uh, that bit. I didn't like that bit. Okay. And stuff like that. Yeah, and but I, I, I was in a point yesterday. And I was like, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was a little bit worried. But so with yes. all that said, I have some. Not only do we have these scores. The little hook of our show, the little concept going on here is that we guess each other's scores, ladies and gentlemen. It's How well Jeff. do you know each other? It's it's not, but the thing is that it also is. Yeah, it it's a competition. Is. <laughs> it kind of is, right? Because everything. So my, I was thinking you're at a nice solid um, three for anticipating. You're like, okay, Jeff bangs on about him and I find him funny. So why? I mean, really, it should be a four, but like knowing you, it's going to be a three. You know, <laughs> I guess fours and fives. Now that I talk myself through it, fours and fives are reserved for. Oh, I was looking forward to that anyway, and that's what I'll give you fours and fives for that. So three, and then I was thinking. Now I'm thinking I could have bumped down at least one, but I gave you a four for enjoyment, just because it is Norm Macdonald doing stand up, as it says in the title. And the thing is, I'm not out out here saying it's his best ever work, but it is just it's fun stand-up that no one else could have done and i think that's one thing i'll always stand behind with norm as as opposed to some other artists and art forms where you're like yeah that was really good but like you know imitates from this imitates from that i can see other people pulling off bits of it as well whatever you know the mark of any true artist is you know no one could have done what they did there and that's what i think about norm even with his more okay-ish work which that is but i still i did put four which feels too high now and i put three as the afterwards and uh, yeah, now I now I've, I've got new scores after this review, but that's not how this works, right? That's not how this works because <laughs> Jeff doesn't cheat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> three, four, three is mine. What are the the real scores? And talk got, us through it as you go. You got one of those numbers right. It was the three to begin with, wasn't it? No. Oh, okay. I you had a on. four going in, Ooh, which may have affected okay. my scores afterwards. Oh, I was actually really looking okay. forward to watching an hour of Norm oh, Macdonald. Okay. And because okay, I'd seen his bits, I've seen him on Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Mm. Um, I've seen him just on general late night shows and mm. he normally makes me laugh quite a mm. lot, to be honest. Mm. So I was going in with high expectations. Oh no, don't give it a two. And then my next two numbers <gasps> were the definition, Jeff, of a 3.5. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Christopher, I feel, like, I feel like I hear what you're trying to say there. Did you... Did, where did what do you, you think round? I did? Do you think I round them up or did I round them no, down? No, you rounded them down. I rounded them down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think enjoyment could have been a four, but I just think there yep. were bits in there that I was just sat s- smashing a giant bag of savoury snacks watching Norm McDonald, where I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, sure. And and then for in retrospect, I couldn't, yeah. I, I would have liked to have bumped it up to a four in retrospect, but I think taking oh, the piece itself and sure. putting everything else away i was like it was a three it was good sure. and sure. three is a good no I no, think no we three, decided are good. three is a good <laughs> yeah they are can i uh for the record this yeah. is i feel like we bring this up for with the record any with anything comedy related we bring this yeah. up and it is a key point and it's almost taken for granted but we should bring this up did you laugh out loud at any point yes 
There you go. That's all, that's, that makes my heart Janice. happy again. It was all about Janice. That's Janice, not, Janice going really, missing. It's and, a really good bit. And I think him chasing the lady because she goes into a shop and buys a cheese sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> that whole bit all, was funny as well. Yes, good. I'm glad. Okay, well, no, very um, much. Just, and just, just to reiterate how silly his humour is, I think she went yes. into a cheese sandwich shop <laughs> <laughs> and she came out with a cheese sandwich. <laughs> to reiterate, that was a very uh, gentle... Yeah. Review, but you have to you have to tell it how it is. And, and I, I think you're making like, a key mistake that. here, Mr. Barlow, oh, with all okay. of your I feel picks. Like I'm being very you're... giving, but okay. No, no, but as in you're giving me their first this, their oh, the first episode of that. Is and that I a feel key like mistake? yeah. Well, it's because I feel like you said it was his first. You're almost telling me that his other stand-ups mm. are better, and I was like, well, why didn't you give me one of those? <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a that's a good point, really. If my aim was just become a fan of them super quickly, then yeah, maybe. But I do. I, well, are you holding them back in your locker for year three or four well, of the I don't podcast? Know. I don't, no, I'm not doing that either. <laughs> it's it's more just. I think in my own head, when I'm discovering people, I will often go to the first thing. So I think it's just that, that I'm just giving you their first thing. And yeah, I think uh, most of them. Here's the thing: it's probably how it works for me in my own journey to fandom is probably because I will try a first thing with this level of. I get that it's your first thing. So if there's enough promise there, I mm. will definitely give them the chance to be a fan. But yeah, it's very rarely um, the first thing will be the best thing. I think the example we've often used with each other often is the whether it's the Friends pilot or mm. Friends season one. It's a fun season of television, yeah. but it's not like their best, right? So like that's just for me always a funny little... Yeah, if Which if is a, their best? Which is their best? Which is the best? Go. Oh, if you want to talk about it. Um, I, have, I have weird affection for six because that's when i came in i know it's like it's it's done for everyone else i think three low-key might be their best okay when you well i asked you I... <laughs> that's not fair what do you my, think? my mind immediately goes to two or three just there you go yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Golden, two because of stuff. eddie three because of consistency golden stuff. well yeah. yeah so but to, to come back on that point because yeah. it's it's very it's almost as if it's a competition or something when you say mm. a key mistake which no but yeah. yeah um drop the ball on that one <laughs> <laughs> um i do keep recommending first but i'm i'm happy with it i'm happy to i think uh your reviews are always uh exactly what we what we ordered it's how you actually found it and it was a surprising um you imagine you went out here leaping from the debut album by the arctic monkeys to watching the car i st- i feel like i haven't put you off nor mcdonald you've just watched no, no. the first yeah, 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 so yeah. it's an interesting one but yeah if if my goal was by the end of this episode you're now a huge norm mcdonald fan then then maybe fair enough i should be cherry picking a bit more here or there you make a, a good point on that one and speaking of um cherry picking that's and exactly just, what you did yep i'm just giving you random episodes of stuff <laughs> just giving me random episodes of stuff because oh yeah again i've done that for um, I was actually thinking about this before you highlighted it and made me very self-conscious and used the word mistake. Um, uh, I, I've I, given you coming from the guy sh- who hasn't won any yet. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've won one, maybe. I, I think you've won one. It depends. Um, Is a win a close score or a win bang on score? But <laughs> do you really want to talk about scores this week? No. Season ten, episode four of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Jeff. Please, okay. So Charlie work. Charlie work. So as I think I mentioned last week, Christopher's done this. Once or twice before, that's always sunny. Um, usually, we'll be in person. He'll be like, "We're watching an episode of this," which to me is a very unique thing. If you're like with someone who's like also a fan of the show, but not as in deep as you, and you're like without any prior explanation or you wanting to watch the show, I'm telling you, this is so good. You're going to enjoy now 20 minutes of this. And he's done this before, and it's always worked. Uh oh, <laughs> it's always does. <laughs> it's always worked, and it worked again. This was a really great. 
um, show and uh, I laughed out loud quite a few times and it was um, I could I could very quickly see why you recommended it I suppose in brief it do you was... think do you think you could summarize the just yeah in the, brief... not, not, not the ep- well a little bit mm. of what the show's about and then a little bit of what the episode's oh, about. What the show's about, no. I'd really, I'd appreciate your help on that one. I feel like that it's always sunny. Actual fans will get mad at me. My in brief would be it's just a bunch of white trash people being white trash, but I don't think that's <laughs> very politically correct. So do help. Uh, so it's 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 about a group of friends who run a bar there you go. That's um, yeah. in Philadelphia um, yeah. called Paddy's Pub. And essentially they are not the nicest people um they're all very self-indulgent and whatnot and essentially they uh always get themselves into some sort of scheme of some sort that they're trying to do can you imagine hijinks yeah Yeah. oh there you go yeah thank you for that so uh with that said in this episode and so this is imagine this is 10 seasons in Mm. and in this episode um the health inspector is paying a visit and very um akin to other episodes Charlie, played by Charlie Day, walks into the pub at the beginning and there's some sort of harebrained scheme going on and it involves, <laughs> what's it called, ducks? No, not ducks, rabbits? Some sort of animal. Chickens. Chickens, thank you. <laughs> Chickens, steaks, and An An animal miles. blind, apparently. Yeah, right? So, all of that's going on, but Charlie is just losing his mind about how, listen, guys, the health inspector's coming, we need to figure this out, but on... In the meantime, for some reasons that are far too convoluted to explain here, there's also a guy like dropping off 4,000 steaks for them. And they're not actually technically a restaurant, but that's also happening because they're trying to make money in some weird, trying to bend the rules kind of way. But the health inspector's coming and they need to pass the health inspection. And the really funny thing about It's Always Sunny that you get as a viewer is that that, that pub's a shithole. Yeah. So he's going to have to do quite a little job to pull off them being prepared health inspection and basically it was almost like it reminded me almost like not quite of a pantomime but kind of of a pantomime because it was just a lot of like fun little sight gags and works and yeah and it was yeah very farcical and charlie running here or there to try and you know right in front of him is the health inspector and he's sort of like nicking her keys and then behind her back passing them and getting the car driven away and then go right here madam and then he's like going around the corner going you you're gonna say this and she's gonna hear this and he's running back out in front too and it's just so so playful and inventive and fun and to me i think it's funny that we were just speaking about friends season one the thing that jumped out at me is gosh look at how 10 seasons in they're being this fresh and inventive with it all this time they've had to play with a pub and 10 seasons in and they were like they've probably gone because i'm actually in my own viewing of it i'm seven seasons in. i've just finished season seven and enjoyable but like uh i'm a bit more Uh, take it or leave it then i think the people who really want me to be a huge fan (laughs) are happy with right so the one thing i'm i am recalling watching this episode in isolation is they've gone very far from the pub in many episodes and it's going so crazy and they've overindulged as uh uh, writers and performers which is which is really fun so i really like the idea that at some point they must have i don't know if it came from you listening to a pod about Mm. it or if it just came across in the episode itself, but it was very like, let's just use what we have and get as inventive as possible. Let's use the pub itself. And there was a lot of one take stuff. I don't think actually for a minute, I was like, wait, do they not cut the camera? They do. Mm. They do cut the camera a few times, but there's lots of just one take fun stuff. And um, pardon me. Yeah, just the, the it, okay. Here's one that just occurs to me now because I, I didn't mean to make this connection, but we were just talking about friends again, right? Yeah. Do you remember uh, that season three episode where they're going back and forth to the apartment, yep. getting ready for Ross's. So it's kind of like their version of that, right? Mm. And it, it it almost makes me think like, 
friends could have done that more like once they had a few like i don't know it got it got yeah. very big and they had to go out a lot but sometimes it's almost like a let's do the stage play version of this sitcom yeah and for it's always sunny season 10 episode 4 charlie work um it was really really fun i had a great time and i got to say um my favorite guy being a bit of the newbie to the show because he's in movies and other stuff just yeah. a bit more up until recently because rob now seems to be quite a big star but um Charlie Day is my guy. Love yep. that guy. I find him hilarious. So him being the star of this episode yeah. was just fantastic. Um, I did. I did find it a bit like I wanted to ask you now to uh, interrupt myself. I wanted to ask you like, was it a bit of a left turn? Something they didn't need to explain because the show is so surreal, or had I missed something where suddenly he was Mister like super responsible? Was that just a bit of a no? Game? And I, I was about to come onto it and. Okay. Listening to their podcast, and by the way, they're nowhere near season ten on their podcast yet. Oh, okay. Are they doing it sequentially? Yeah, they're doing it sequentially, and then they keep dropping in other random ones in between as well. So they're taking their time with it. Um, But essentially, what one thing they have said is that they love playing with the straight man. So Mm. they will always chop and change the straight man because they they're all so adaptable in their roles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sometimes Dennis is the crazy one. Sometimes he's the straight one, and likewise, and they. And I think that I think that keep helps keep it fresh as well because you're looking at this episode. And part of the fun is the fact that Charlie's the guy who bashes rats, like eats cat food, <laughs> yeah. sleeps with He's his possible most... dad, and like yeah. does all these crazy things. Yeah. Like not has sex with his possible dad, but shares a room no, no. and don't worry, sleeps yeah. in the same bed. <laughs> and like and and it's kind of that's that's the fun and playful thing is that they can suddenly turn him in the straight man and the fans mm. or the audience just take it and just run with it and just go with it and it's kind of yes i think it's kind of fun like that it's really fun yeah because yeah. he, he played it so good like the amount of grief he was giving um what's the name of the woman d d the amount of grief he was giving her for being <laughs> as he called her a stupid bitch and he just the way he just w- put so much welly into saying that and being so annoyed with her she's gonna ruin everything and that's yeah very very funny stuff yeah and the other two boys just being <laughs> if one of them's gonna be the straight man yeah just the permission it gives the others to be fucking maniacs on the yeah. show it's fantastic danny devito painting himself to I, had, I had to say and i said last week i yeah. just think this season and this is just one episode of of this season Ten. dan yeah i just yeah. think danny devito just hits another level of just pure funniness Crazy. and just craziness and he just cracks me up he's washing his clothes down the toilet because he's he's feeling anxious because he doesn't oh, have yeah and because he's not really happy and therefore he's painting his clothes back on with a giant painter he's then but, and then as because he's painted black he goes down into the basement and just plays a flute or whatever and just hides there it's yeah. just it's i just think that won me over very early when i was still a bit like i wonder why i'm watching this specific episode he realized the toilet was blocked charlie and he's shouting at Danny DeVito about it, Frank, sorry. And yeah. he's like, what's this about? And he tells him, oh, it's when I get anxious about not being able to control things, I throw stuff down the toilet. And Charlie's like, that's not a thing. And he's like, it is a thing. <laughs> and I thought, this is very, you know, to contrast our discussions earlier about some of Norm's stuff yeah. taking a decade to age, it makes sense. To me, it feels very, even though that's now seven or something seasons ago, it yeah. feels very, to do some humour about like, I have some can't control everything anxiety that makes me throw things down the toilet. <laughs> it feels very current as comedy. That made me yeah. properly uh you know laugh with my gut there that one and it got me and yeah listen it was it was uh too clever by half in a way it was a very just beautifully structured little little comedy play there and the amount of fun they were all having with it um dennis being absolutely 
trashed like his line his line readings particularly in this episode to me seem to just stink of like i'm trying to make everyone laugh <laughs> with how much they do this thing right in the show of like being mm. so aggy with each other about like taking credit for stuff and whose yeah, idea yeah. was it and then they go to each other negotiating like if this idea comes off just so you know i came up with it that sort of stuff <laughs> i love it it's really good yeah, yeah, right yeah. but dennis to me particularly in this episode like just another level with some of his line readings and weirdly oh, enough because it's so that there's that bit because yeah i forget that mac yeah. and dennis are both arguing over who yeah. who came up with the idea and then suddenly yeah, yeah. you see sort of mac gingerly approach dennis about it and then in the yeah. next scene uh, Mac just has scratches on his face because Dennis <laughs> got upset with him. Like we, we we had to do this thing again. Yeah. yeah. Um, weirdly, something I have enjoyed not not for a while now, but I used to without even watching much of the show. So this is a really odd one. Is I would watch the blooper reels. Yeah. Because they just have such a good time. It's so infectious. Um, and yeah, so that's why it. I think it just stuck out to me in this episode that I was like, there's, there must be bare bloopers from this episode because mm. Dennis seems on a mad one. Charlie, the amount of lines and energy charlie did literally remind me of that feeling of watching a play being like gosh this person's having to remember a lot yeah i thought he was fantastic it was fantastic i i had a good time cool cool so my guess is for you okay jeffrey barlow yeah i don't even know why i put mm. a four as an mm. anticipation because you even last week said three is like the high bar of anticipation <laughs> <laughs> but i went with four Okay. And as I love to do, yeah. my lack of energy and conviction in guessing your scores, I then went with four for enjoyment yes, and then a four in retrospect. You did it. You won. You're what? here. You're a winner. You, you didn't smash it. I was three to begin with. Oh, then but I didn't I did have win. No, you did. This is still a win. I Because I was two off and Christopher mm. was one off. So a big <laughs> unintentional. So what was it? Yours, you were three, four, four. Yes, I was three, four, four. Okay, okay, okay. Um, a big unintentional running theme of this podcast is <laughs> even arguing about what con- constitutes a win. So my contention is we calculate how many off yeah. both of us were. Whoever's the least off is the winner. Chris is still out here saying you have to hit a home run to actually claim a win. So in that case, great. Good for you, Chris. It was a good game with no winner this week. But I will put it out there for our lovely audience. Um I think I think the young man deserves a bit of a win today. We can't let this 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 three thing for anticipation steal it from him. He deserves some kind of win this week, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to give it to him. Um, I really enjoyed the show, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it's always sunny. If if anything, uh, now I'm going to go back to watching season eight, episode two. I think I'm on, and I'll tell you one thing: it did it held up my watching. Hmm. One thing. So I'm a big, like, I wish we were still watching VHSs, which, trust me, yeah, you know, sometimes I still am because we pitch stuff to each other. And yeah, that's yeah, the only course, way to find course. it, of course. Um, but in general, I uh, I do find streaming a lot sometimes because I'm very old now. And um, Netflix does this thing of if you click the show, it takes you back to where you were, right? Mm. And then, so I go to Netflix to watch it and it's like, hold on, if I go to the season 10 thing and then I forget, I don't know where I'm going to be. And I remember just on a day where I was tired being like, well, I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to lose my place. Yeah, yeah. It almost like felt like losing my bookmark. And another day I was like, on another day, I just decided, let me get over myself and just make a note somewhere of where I was and I can go back. But that genuinely held me up for a second. But yeah, now I'm going to go back to season uh, eight, episode two. And it is it is a uh, fair play to the show mm. that um, I can just jump about to a much further down the line episode and then and then come back along. And uh, yeah, shout out. It makes me want to watch the pod even more now to see a bit of the behind the scenes thoughts, because maybe yeah. I think, as previously mentioned, the thing that I feel like has kept me from, even though with my laughter, I very much enjoy the show. The thing that 
hasn't got my heart won over like it has been with a friends or a scrubs or whatever it is as you know the characters are too vulgar to love so to speak yeah but they if they're always playing with a straight man as inventive as that is that's like the characters are too fluid to be realistic to love well there's something there that's yeah. stopping me from loving yeah but uh, i really appreciate and and like you uh, just want to like people jeff that's what i've realized <laughs> <laughs> i want to root for them chris if we go back to the sports analogy i need i need to root for someone right yeah um okay so those are all our guesses now i guess um it's very very out of order but um because we do do a better job honoring our segments this week i would love to to sign off with uh, a little 30 second doing my bestest. Can you help me out? Here? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but we can go with it. We're going in. Yeah, let's we're go. Going in. We're going to do it. Not so, it, it kind of is. <laughs> oh, Here we go. Um, one sip of coffee to get myself ready. So, Chocolate oat milk. Can I just shout it out? Yeah. yeah your Good instant stuff. coffee is so bad, you have to put chocolate <laughs> milk in it. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, it's also very expensive. Um mm. So, Jeff, in 30 seconds, can you explain to someone who may have stuck with us this entire episode and not Mm. understood anything that we were talking about? (laughs) Yeah, um, (laughs) In 30 seconds, can you tell them what the show is about? Your time starts now. Okay, so the thing is, a cultural diet is very important and we're all out here just consuming content on the regular social media, looking at billboards, (laughs) interacting with the world through media and screens and just our existence just existentially is so filtered right and i just think it's nice to have a bit more attention on what you're consuming and i think the only way to do that is sometimes to really sit with something you consumed and review it and to review it in the presence of a, a best friend is something they recommended is quite nice and that's what we're doing here on this show um we're just reviewing <sighs> that made stuff. no sense whatsoever that made so much sense that was so good i was so proud and then of course uh, you're going to be a hater, but I enjoyed that one. Um, I would give that one a fives, fives across the board. Um, okay, well, listen, we we did it. We're here. We're to go now. <laughs> um, shout out to the song "We're Here" by the Guillemots band, which for me is a final odds and ends of, I think, our first little running up against. Just hold on. He doesn't like this thing I love. Might have been Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, and it's still. Uh, I'm getting messages i'm getting my my mentions blown up just about how much like you were you know i thought this you thought that um, <laughs> it's a controversial episode trust me there's there's tapes. Is it? yeah and uh i've got to say one connecting thread because uh i think a big thing about this show is like christopher and i and our venn diagram of certain interests were so on point other things like any relationship or friendship it's just a very interesting venn diagram chris and i have this i don't understand this i do kind of get but i just don't have time for lots of things like that and for me i really that's a funny uh contention to have but like we used to like this band and only used to because they don't exist anymore not because we don't like them anymore called guillemots fronted by a songwriter called fife dangerfield which is a fantastic name and you don't need to worry about whether it's a real name or not um, and they were just it such has a to fan- be a real name. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it was a weird. The only genre term I can use. I don't know if you disagree, Christopher. Is pop. They were just a pop band. Um, the most weird creative definition of pop you can get. Mm. But they did three or four albums back in the early two thousands, and Christopher and I just loved them. Um, and it all came up because I said uh, we're here, which is one of their best songs. And I very much encourage people to go away from this episode and listen to that because they might come up again in the future. I can't I can't predict a way they might, but they might. Um, and for me, 
uh, a bridge to have understood Edward Sharp maybe a bit better. Just this whole freewheeling, innocent, having fun and with life and melodies and rhythms and music thing is uh, a shared love Christopher and I have for uh, Guillemots. Uh, so I just wanted to shout out this band this week. There are there are. It's funny how uh, the times they are are changing and how time moves on because now they're they're a super old band now, which is very weird. Are right? you literally just trying to talk and fit every Bob Dylan <laughs> album in talking. as you could? Because you started with you said freewheeling and then you said the times oh, they are changing. Just, I, I talk in Bob Dylan album titles apparently because I didn't intend either of those. Um, What's the third yeah. one? <laughs> Listen, um, another side of no, I can't remember what his third album is. That's that's yeah. annoying. But it's, um, it's funny you just hit the first two. In, in that's well, the first one technically is Bob Dylan. Then it's the freewheeling. Oh, is then it? It's oh, the that little covers one that no one listens to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. There's a few good ones on there. Oh, Bob Dylan not making an appearance yet too. This is the Venn diagram I speak of. I need our listeners to understand. There are so many weird niches that Christopher and I do have this bond over, and then there's other ones where like he's out here watching RuPaul's Drag Race. I've never watched a single second of it. I'm out here watching Succession telling christopher the other day that i spent a whole minute in my brain very mad the other day that he hasn't watched that show yet there are so many like missing bits so mm. many shared bits so many bits that are like dusty books on the shelf that haven't been touched for 10 years like i'm not sure we've actually spoken about guillemots for many years let alone no but you've I mean, mentioned friends listening. and books in this pod today this is true tell me what does that make you think of i have no are idea finally i have no <laughs> idea jeff <laughs> no. but, but the the listeners will find out soon enough Soon that may enough. not be soon enough, but they'll find <laughs> out <laughs> soon enough. Shout out Futurama. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. Um, what are we what are we saying? Now, the thing that you're telling, again, a bit more behind the curtain stuff than usual, but I'm sure you'll, you'll go with me on this. Yep. I feel like I'm now getting a little, I'm not always the most prepared podcast co-host by, by, any, by any means, but I am now finally assembling a little list of like oh i could recommend him this i could recommend him that i think you were telling me last time uh you kept having thoughts of things to recommend but just not mm. documenting them or having them anywhere how are you feeling about that this week i've now got quite uh, i went <laughs> oh. from having no idea to i've got too, too many. many ideas now today yeah. so part of me wants to see what you pitch me and oh then... sure and then um, if pitches no. if pitch is the right word though no we're never going to be sure if pitch is the right word because yeah. there's to me, pitch means the other person has to either okay the pitch or not. And this is just, we're telling each other. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't sound it's right. The same dragon's den out here. <laughs> exactly, right? This is, but hey, we're pitching, I guess. Because yeah. uh, I, um, I guess, you know how the framing there might... We're also pitching to our audience. You should watch along. You should be yeah, they should be watching the content along. too. You should be watching And along, if you are watching along, along leave a comment along. on our Patreon page, which I think has now gone up to about £85 a month if you want to contribute. <laughs> Please get behind Christopher's Patreon jokes. It would be really appreciated <laughs> by everyone at the pod. Um, I need to say that for this one, there's a big cultural event coming up at the weekend, Christopher. I'm uh -oh. not sure you've heard of it. It's called the Oscars. <gasps> so... I feel like I've been banging on about all year how there's been quite a glut of really good movies out, more than usual. Quite a few movies about movies, whether it be Babylon, <laughs> The Fablemans. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out here really enjoying... It's a movie enjoying... about a movie. <laughs> exactly. I've been out here really enjoying the cinema tech uh, the last few months, and the Oscars are coming up so great. What? Surely you're going to throw a movie at me. We need to do some sort of almost... At least some sort of wink and a nudge towards well, that's, the Oscars. That's, that's nudged me in my direction then. Okay. In general, I mean... 
bear with me for a monologue, Christopher. Oh. You should know me by now. I'm about to do quite the left turn. I bear In- with you for so many monologues. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate you. Yeah. Now, the left herders with a wink and a nod towards Oscar season. Here's how we're doing uh, Oscar season. Another thing we haven't done the best at this pod and we're going to occasionally do is staying a bit up to date with the times. What's a big <gasps> talking point and a bit of a wink and a nudge at the Oscars. What happened to the Oscars last year, Christopher? Oh, no. That's right. That Next guy week, punched that guy. I mean, close enough. You're pretty wrong, <laughs> but <laughs> close enough. Next week, you're going to actually watch another stand-up comedy special. Chris Rock's new one just dropped this week, and everyone's <gasps> talking about it. And for once, we're going to be on top of some news. A week from now, it's going to be pretty old news. Yeah, but it'll be the gonna... week in culture, Jeff. Yeah, but listen, I want you to watch blur. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they will, but they kind of do already. I need you to... Uh, uh, watch this because um i mean throwing it out to you as a, a podcast co-host um one of these techniques i'm now going to be using when choosing stuff as opposed to this already quite exhausted let me just pick my favorite stuff ever not saying that's not going to be fun sometimes mm-hmm. for a pitch to the other but you know what i was thinking i really want to watch the stand-up special <laughs> so let me just pitch it to my guy because i want to watch it and it seems semi uh relevant to the culture and don't worry other things will be going on the culture uh, our, our cultural catch-up and roundup and news and notes in the week that was we'll we'll have more than enough other material next week don't worry but one more week of i don't think i've done a two of the same sort of art forms you know two weeks in a row back to back yeah but here we go another another stand-up special this week couldn't get more current so if you have any problems with it it's definitely not going to be that it's dated so i look forward to it chris rock in comes christopher's pitch (laughs) (laughs) here we go how many times have you changed it in the last five minutes about six (laughs) (laughs) selective outrage by the way is the name of anyone else out there if it is oscar season and if that is this weekend and i'm clearly not up with the times well i think i knew something was happening vaguely right because there were other award shows happening yeah exactly and you sent me you were you were sliding into my dms telling me that charlie kaufman's your guy because of his little acceptance speech saying we shouldn't pander to the people which is fine he can do that and everyone applauded and then continued going about living their lives in the exact same way anyway (laughs) why are we hating on just anything right (laughs) shots everywhere you're gonna pitch something or not ah because i'm looking at the clock and thinking my day's gonna get worse once this ends um okay anyway uh oscar season Yes. A movie that should mm. win Oscars every year for being the yeah. best movie ever I mean, made. Jeffrey Barlow. Mm. What? I'm going deep. <laughs> I'm going really, really deep here. Are you sure? Yeah. And I don't know okay. why I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. No, sir. Jeff, you're yeah. going to watch Back to the Future. Wow. Why are you doing it, my guy? This is like me telling you to watch the Because I feel like you're aware of Back to the Future. I feel oh, like you might have watched it. about it. Years and years and years ago. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. This is great. Four. It's a five, by the way. It's a five. <laughs> no way. I'm not being held to anything. It's, it's but I would counts. like new Jeff, new yes. context. Go Imagine. watch a movie, okay. and and Back just and and just take it as it is. Yeah. And if you don't like it, podcast yeah. over. Because <laughs> I look at it through these rose tinted spectacles. I Can look you at explain it... to the audience? Yeah, you, Christopher, and Back to the Future. What's the deal there? Very, very quickly. Oh, why if is anyone so... ever asks me what my yeah. favourite movie of all time is, I say Back to yeah. the Future. Simple answer. Sim- it's a simple answer. Everyone wants to be Martin McFly, but everyone right. really is yeah. um, his to dad. Have sex with their mum. No. <laughs> everyone wants to be Martin McFly, but everyone in right. real life who loves Back to the Future is actually oh, his that's dad. A, that's a cute takeaway. Okay, and then I feel like it wasn't too George. long ago. Yeah maybe last year that you finally got to see the 
the stage play in London, and that was almost like a religious experience. Um, well, the, the, I've had many religious experiences around Back to the Future. I've right. been to the Prince Charles and watched all three back to back. Ah, that's that's, that's the one. I, I went think, to the yeah. secret cinema in Stratford where they created Hill Valley and wow. could have died and gone to heaven then, and I would you... have said. One of the um, one of the handful of books you've actually read and completed is Lucky Man, his memoir, Michael yeah. J. Fox's, correct? I do, I do love a good memoir, Jeff. You do love a good memoir. Speaking of... Uh, no, um, moving um, on. And yeah. yeah, and then in December, I went and watched the Back to the Future musical, which was weird. Oh, it's a musical. Oh, yeah, okay. So because we'll they talk started about singing episode, and dancing songs that I hadn't heard, Jeff. And then I remembered, oh, I'm at a musical. Yeah, and then it was exactly. Okay, so I'm literally just watching the first Back to the Future. First Back to the Future. Because I think <sighs> it's a masterpiece of filmmaking. It okay. ticks every box. It's okay. paced well. Didn't didn't win humor. any Oscars, right? No, but it should. No, it's just, okay, so we're both like really, really just not nailing Oscars week is what we're doing, yeah? Well, my argument is that this should be winning it every year. I don't know I why see. it's not. <laughs> I don't know what the rules of engagement year. are here. <laughs> and I know Mr. Spielberg, who is involved with Mr. Zemeckis on yes. this project, says yes. Oscars should only be the movie cinema movies. Um, As opposed to... the what he doesn't like streaming movies being nominated. oh yeah with your spielberg let's get into that next week shall we <laughs> fantastic um the oscar for best picture in 2023 goes to back to the future is that what you're trying to vouch for right now the oscars of your heart yeah. goes the, to back the to the oscar, future every year the oscars of my heart <laughs> yes. the oscars of your heart okay interesting so i need to wow we really just week to week don't learn our lesson, do we? Because nope, <laughs> I've watched nope. I've watched Moonwalker this week. You even having a little bit of a problem with Norm Macdonald made me feel like you were just like running at me and a friend walking through the shopping centre and just pushing him onto the floor. And I'm like, oh, geez, I have to defend my friend against my friend. This is awkward. So, and now I'm watching a film that almost defined your childhood and love of art in general. So that's and I'm regretting fun. that decision now already. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm actually looking forward to it. That's a great pick. Um, and you watch some more stand up for me. And we'll reconvene next week. I can hear the acoustic guitar strumming in the background already. Um, everyone, go enjoy your day, Christopher. You too, man. This is this is a a nice a nice way to get our our morning started. But we're gonna get through it. We're gonna end up consuming some content later, as per usual. Everything's fine, and um, we'll reconvene next week. We'll see who the best. Oh, do you have any? Let's just your one pacing for thing. the guitar strumming really makes it really hard for me <laughs> one, in the edit. One. Because you keep talking thing. and your little monologue I mean, carries on and then I have now. to drag... Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one. We're not going to do an Oscars episode, which we could, but like, do you have a, a best picture just guess? Any guesses around the Oscars? I don't know what's nominated. <laughs> oh, okay. I think, uh, I think probably... I watch all the shows. I don't watch all the movies. This is true. This is true. And maybe our... And that will be on our T-shirt, which is available on our merch store on Patreon, which you can Again, subscribe to people. for £92 a month. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, everyone. Goodbye. Take care. If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak, the microphones bleed because they're so cheap. We're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro, or if you don't like the whole show, question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast, if you think we both speak too fast, too many tangents never stay on task, pick up a book instead. If you don't like what we recommend, if your patience wears thin towards the end, if you think you could do better with your friend, please go ahead. 
If you don't like this content or like me, the word content, then please go be more content and never listen to us again.